This is gonna be an interesting podcast, I feel like, because we're all you're half just, asleep and you don't I'm half asleep. I'm, it's I'm, I'm half asleep and kind of Monday sick, so morning. It's rainy in Los Angeles, which is yeah. Why you know, is it raining? Doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I don't know why it's raining. It just is. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't expect that. Mm-mm. But it kind of goes <clears throat> with everybody's vibe right now, so it's fine. <laughs> it's <just> gloomy. <laughs> hungry. Just like cuddle, I just want to like cuddle on the couch Cozy. and like, mm. yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right? Are That's, we recording? Yeah, we are. Perfect. So, but we're chasing dreams, and so we drive forty-five minutes in the rain on a Monday morning to <laughs> North Beachwood Drive. Are you? Uh, are you in Culver City as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is commitment. This is love right here. Yeah. Bet- thank you very much. Betsy, not on. Ross. I don't even. I forget your name already. Anthony. John. John. Cool. <laughs> Shut up. What's the name of your guys' podcast? It's called the Have a Seat Podcast. Have a Seat Podcast. Yeah. I like. We it. Just invite people to have a seat and have a chat. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I like this yeah. little room that you guys got here. It's dope, Thanks. right? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. The whole apartment's awesome. Thanks, yeah. I appreciate it. And clean. It is. Yeah. How many people do you live with? Two other <laughs> <laughs> Just let you like answer three. these fucking questions. Um, yeah, three. Or two. Two other people. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I mean, me I, and two other people. Yeah, it's me, my wife, and my dog. It's never this clean, ever. Actually, well, you have a dog. Uh, yeah, well, uh, and a wife. But, <laughs> but actually, she cleaned it yesterday. So oh, good, I'm very, good. The dog did. No, I'm just kidding. My wife did. But um, How long have you been married? God bless her. A year and a half. Got married oh, okay. in Topanga Canyon, September 30th, 2016. Awesome, man. Met her like six years ago at the Oceana Beach Club in Santa Monica. Mm. I was engaged to somebody else at the time. I didn't no know way. that. We were like, but me and Carol became pretty good friends. Yeah. Friends. And <laughs> and the relationship that I was in was rough. It was not good. But I was in it for like five years. And it was not good for like no four way. and a half. And we were living together. And uh, I had gotten back into like serving and bartending because... This fine woman didn't want me doing that because she had a little bit of a jealousy issue, you know yeah. what I mean? So I kind of stopped doing that. I worked at like a, a storage facility as a manager in Ugh, the hood. It that was, sounds terrible. It was brutal. You? Oh, God. I did. Oh, that was probably dangerous really? for a yeah. white man like yourself. Oh, man. White man. <laughs> One time we were, so my boss is from Compton and we, I was okay. in like Hawthorne. Yeah. And it was like a Saturday afternoon and we're like, he's like, you want the best burritos ever? I was like, fuck yeah. And he's like, uh, He's like, let's go to Compton and get some burritos. I'm like, all right, cool. So we get in my little like uh, hoopty uh, Toyota uh, forest green Camry, and uh, which I just bought from somebody and immediately found out that it was a lemon. But uh, <laughs> with how long have you been in LA? Eleven years. Oh, okay. So this was this was almost like ten, eight, ten, nine, ten yeah. years ago. Okay, cool. I got a commercial when I first got out here in like my first year first six months and so i got you, some money you moved here to pursue acting yeah yeah so i'm an actor got a podcast i teach yoga i bartend i'm uh living the la um yeah i'm the last thing that la needs really but me, i do it's me minus the yoga minus the yoga minus, yeah uh, and acting. you're not an actor <laughs> yeah <laughs> get out of here <laughs> anyway what on. do you do though I'm a bartender, and I now do a podcast, Perfect. and I do stand-up. Yeah, okay, fun. Yeah. yeah. I just had a stand-up comedian on my podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, you did. He has he has his, his own podcast, too, right? Yeah, and he has mm-hmm. a podcast, Bob Nickman, the Exploding Human podcast. And the name of your podcast is the Noel Bax podcast, because yeah, your name is Noel. I don't think we've said that yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have not. <laughs> so I'm Noel Bax. I, uh, I also, yeah, I just figure... If maybe, I'm kind of vain, you know, it's like if I ever do get famous, I might as well just like set things up so that instead of having a podcast that I like, we thought of all these different names and all these different ideas that we could do for our podcast. And basically I was just like, let's just, I just made it really simple. You know what I mean? I was like thinking of all these different things. Me and my wife were trying to figure some things out and I was like, fuck it. We're going to do, make the Nolbacks podcast, and it's going to be, um, I've been out here for 11 years, and I want to interview and have conversations with really dope people that I've met in L.A. Because I don't know about you, you oh, meet some pretty yeah. cool people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Ever, so, everybody in L.A. has a really, like, crazy wicked story. story. Yeah. yeah, and so that's it. So I, I, I kind of prescribe by, uh, um, not Joseph Campbell, uh, Stephen Pressfield, uh, oh, okay. The War of Art. Yeah. I talked about that last yes, time. Yes, we have yeah. talked Amazing about book, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he, he wrote another book called Do the Work, and oh, yeah. uh, that's basically really outlines how he writes books and his whole okay. process oh, of cool. it. 
So it's really dope. And so he says I'm every, have to read that because I love the War of Art. Yeah, yeah, read the read all of his book, but read like he re, he does something after that one, and then he does do the work. Um, uh, so and do the work. I think do the work and War of Art are the best ones. And then Gates of Fire and all these other books they read. Um, so he says that you do it in three parts. Like all his stories are in three parts, three acts. Every good movie, every good yeah. thing has three right. acts. So my my podcast is like, where are you from? Let's talk about your life. Let's talk about your parents. Let's talk about how you grew up. Let's just see how it was. Let's see what kind of diversity we can get in here. And just, you know, because I think a lot of us come from far away-ish. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's from L.A. And even yeah. if they are, it's cool. But you kind of get that like, oh, I remember when I was growing up like that and whatever time it was yeah, and whatever yeah. Midwest town it was or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then who knows, you know. And then you, I usually ask about their parents and stuff like that. So either A, you can give a shout out to your parents or B, you can talk about your parents. Uh, <laughs> talk shit about your parents. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, and then like, why'd you move out here? And like, what was the mindset of that? And what kind of led up to that? And then what was it like when you got here and what's it like now? Because... I mean, when I first moved out here, I said I got that commercial, right? When I got that commercial, I was living with a, a hoarder meth head who was a lion tamer and lived in Jesus. and lived in North 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 Hollywood. Let's but, dig real deep into that. So one. look, look, man, I'm like 23, 24, and I'm from Chicago, and I think I know everything. Yeah, mm. of course, I know nothing, right? Mm. I'm no. kind of a hot mess. I got things together a little bit. I was a mod- hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was modeling and like started pursuing acting and doing all that in Chicago. I I, I booked like an Abercrombie and Fitch job back then, and and I and that was basically it. That like I got a couple little print things. I started taking acting classes. I was bartending at this gay bar with my shirt off on the weekends. Nice, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and then I started personal training a guy. So I was making a ton of. I was making a good amount of money for a guy who wasn't paying rent, living at home with his mom. Uh, all cash. And so I moved out here thinking I knew everything. And yeah. I moved in with some people off Craigslist. Mm. They were these like 18 and 20 year old kids. I'm 23, 24. I'm turning 24 like in a couple months back then. Mm-hmm. And they're like 18 and 20. And 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 on their ad, their ad is like, I had a dog. I still have a dog, but I have a different dog back then. And they're like looking for a roommate. We're like actors and musicians and singers. And we want somebody who's really cool. And we can have a dog. And I was like, this is fucking this is like the heavens are opening for me <laughs> i was like jesus got my jesus hold grab the wheel <laughs> and uh so my buddy brings me to the airport i drink we drink like six to ten shots of like <laughs> maker's mark you know as I a ju- celebration yeah as a celebration like we're going i got like two or three grand in my pocket he's like be careful and uh i get on the flight and i drink some wine and i get to the <coughs> airport i'm wearing it was uh february bears had just lost the super bowl i uh i was supposed to move here a couple days prior to that but i was so hung over that i had to uh postpone that a couple days <laughs> i was definitely hung over and uh so I got here and I'm in a Christmas sweater and t- in shorts and a book bag and like a roller. That's a dope look. Yeah, and I'm just like, and I land in Los Angeles. I'd been here before for, for a couple weeks, only once, and I'm like palm trees. It's like 65. Life can never get. I'm like my dreams are coming true. Mm-hmm. And then these, <laughs> these, these, this couple, like drives past me. And I see them, and my like heart kind of drops, my my gut kind of sinks. I'm like, these are not my people, you know. Like they're just not people that I would necessarily hang around with. They're very yeah, yeah. emo looking, and they were very like. Uh, and shout out to Mike and uh, Nikki, but um, <laughs> they just weren't my people. Like she was this really tiny, probably like ninety pound stick, really big hair, and like a trucker hat, <laughs> like this, like she had this like okay. really skinny body with this huge head and like a <laughs> trucker hat, and he was just like look kind of crazy, and and they like I don't know at LAX they went on the wrong on the wrong side, so then they came back oh, around, geez. and I was like I was gonna pretend like I didn't know who they were. Wait, this is the lion tamer? No, no. No, this is the okay. people oh. that... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. So, that, so I get with these people, Okay. and luckily they have this dog, and I, be, I fall in love with the dog. I'm like, fuck it, I'll move in with you. And the minute I moved in with them, they were fighting all the time. She starts banging the neighbor. Oh, Jesus. Like, uh, you know, all these mm. really crazy things start to happen, and within, like, a few months, I'm like, I got to move. So... I moved back. With That's what you get for falling in love with a dog. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no I was there for Felix. Everything works out the way it's supposed to. His name to. is Felix? Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix? Good dog. Great it's cute, dog. It's a cute name. I used to cry to him at night. Um, <laughs> Lovely. Like, yeah. I hate your parents. I'd just be like smoking weed, 
staring at a ceiling, staring at a wall, crying to the dog. And uh, so you had to move. So I had to move. So I moved in. And so I mean, this is within like just a few months. I move in with my buddy, who's like my my cousin's buddy, who they lived here for a long time. Those are the people that I kind of knew in L.A. Um, that doesn't work out. He, I don't even remember why. I move in with this other woman. She was insane. She was kind of crazy. She had this really nice apartment. She called the Soulmates, you know. But mm-hmm. I was like, it was like a block off the beach. It was like a thousand bucks. But she used to come mm. into my apartment every single night, mm. or like every day. I'd be like changing. She would just like come in. She was just crazy, right? Yeah, she's just this insane person. So then I'm working, I'm catering, and I meet this woman who's maybe about twice my age, and I'm working with her, and I have all my stuff in my car, all of it in my, like, in this little Ford that I got, and she sees me, and we go for a hike. She's like, you can move in with me. Um, so you, how many months is all of this moving to Within six months. Six, you've moved at least four times? Is that the count we're at? Yeah, about... Jesus. Yeah, one, two, three. Now I'm at four with this woman who's like, you don't got to pay any rent, but you probably got to pay me in a couple other ways. But you got to fuck me. (laughs) So that's why I start living with her, and it's not all it's cracked up to be, and I'm like, I need to find another place. So Never once were you like, how about I find a place that, I don't know, sounds real? All these are just like, hey, you want to move in with me? And you're like, sure. Yeah, well, I'm in L.A. I don't really know how to. I don't. I kind of spend a lot of my money on the first place. I definitely, yeah, I mean, hindsight, I should have not done this, right? I, I go on Craigslist again, and I find... Every time you keep going back to I go to Craigslist. Craigslist, and this guy's like, I'm from Chicago. I'm an actor. I'm a dog trainer. Oh, And I'm a lion that- tamer. And I got this two-bedroom house in North Hollywood, you want to move in here? And so I go and check them out. And I'm also at this point where I'm like, you guys can do whatever you want. Anybody can do whatever they want. I'm just going to, I just need my room and like a shower and I'm just going to do mine. Just don't bother me. Just don't bother me. Right. I'm going to go and I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, but, yeah. but he's also like addicted to meth and a hoarder. No, not a big deal. So, so within a few months, he pulls out like a, a taser gun on me. What the fuck? Because I went through the mail because I checked out like a bill that I, like I wanted, like I lost one of my, the, the Oh, shit. The gay bar that I was working at yeah. that was actually like this, it, it was just like a bunch of old men yeah. and like transient like male hookers that would come in that they would like <laughs> go looking for. That bar closed. And so I didn't really have a job, and so I'm kind of looking for jobs. I'm trying to figure out what my bills and everything is kind of in line with. And so I look through the, like, gas bill or whatever, and he's, and I just see that's not really paid, but I really just want to see how much it was and, like, how much I was going to pay for it. And so he saw that I went through it, and then I think the meth was kind of kicking up in his head. I remember the day, the, the earlier that day, he's making a peanut butter sandwich, and he's putting mushrooms on it. <laughs> And he's like, and interesting he's, he's like, flag right I there. Mean, yeah, well, I mean, mushrooms are fun. Like, but um, he's making that sandwich on like are a these two- normal mushrooms or magic no, mushrooms? no magic mushrooms. Oh, oh okay, that okay. goes okay. with peanut butter. That goes, like, that goes together. <laughs> Why are you guys I thought you meant like just mushrooms. like mushrooms. I was like, yeah, mm, port- is it making Portobello eggs? peanut butter sandwich. Uh, I like that you guys fun. actually appreciate that they're at least like psychedelic mushrooms and yeah. not portobellos. Yes. <laughs> so he's making those, and he's like, "I'm going to be in the backyard, which is full of just like all this trash that he collects and picks yeah. up and put in puts in his backyard." He's like, "I'm going to set it That's all up, sad. and I'm going to yeah." It was insane. It was crazy. It was bananas. Also weird that he was a lion tamer of all fucking Dude, he has videos. Recently, <laughs> recently, I had such a, like, I hated this guy for a long time. I recently yeah. Googled him, and he's dead. Um, <gasps> oh, shit. That's a, you know, people well, die. I mean, yeah. Especially but, but, people that do math. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if I'm sad. Maybe I would be. I still have maybe a little harbored resentment for him, but also people die. So yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. die, but yeah, you're doing meth. I don't know. There's a lot of issues yeah. in there. He, anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of issues. <laughs> anyway, so he so got I super see, pissed. So he's, well, he's making the ma- the, ma- the magic mushroom yeah. peanut butter sandwich, and he's listening to, like, Donny Osmond in the backyard, and it's, like, sunny out, and he's back there, and he's just, like, have, he's like have, have, I don't think he has a shirt on. He's kind of got this long, crazy hair. His name's Tom. And, and he just, like, looks great. And I'm going out the back door. 
I, okay, there's so many layers to this, I'm sorry, but like I'm going out the back door because my mom is a feng shui master, and mm. she says to only use the back door. And the, by mm. using that back door is, is how I feel like I did um, get my national commercial that I shot earlier, like at that time. Yeah. So I'm going out the back door. I see him, see a Tom. I go for a hike. Me and the girl, me and this one girl that I eventually became engaged with and then broke up and then got engaged to Carol and married her. We had just broken up like that day or two ago, and I'm going for a hike with somebody, some other girl that I knew from back home. Yeah. So I go for the hike, I take my dog, I come back home, and now it's dark, uh-huh. and now Tom is in the backyard, and there's like, like Marilyn Manson like esque <laughs> like music on like like screaming like on the, so like dark. screaming babies you know like like really weird like and he's like looks like this like little rat and he's like like running around the and I'm like. I'm going to go take a nap. Tom looks kind of crazy. Yeah. And so I take a nap, and I walk out of my room, and our, our doors, like, face each other. And I walk out of my room into the living room because I'm going to go do yoga. I got my pink yoga mat. I'm going to go do yoga. And he comes out, and he's wearing two hats. He has, he has one hat. He has, like, a like a brimmed hat that, like, around, and then another hat on top. He has, like, a, a, trench, like a trench coat on. And then, um, and then he has this, like... Like the oldest like cotton <laughs> shirt that's like has like holes in it, and then he has like cotton shorts, the like black. Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, like he has like cotton shorts, and then he's wearing like tivas, but like not the real tivas, what like like fuck? like cheaper tivas. Yeah, and uh, and a taser gun in his hand. Oh Jesus! And he's like, you went through my mail, and I was like, he's like, give me give me your key, and I was like, I thought he was just joking. I was like, is this a joke? And, like I'm laughing. He's like, and then and then he pulls out my keys out of his pocket. And he's like, where's your other key? Because I would leave it under the mattress or whatever, or under the mat. And I'm like, oh, shit, this looks super real. So luckily, I, I think I had just taken some teach, yoga teacher training, and I was kind of calm for, like, a Southside Chicago kid that could get – I wanted to kill him a little bit, you know, or, like, really hurt him. And luckily, I kind of was – you know, I, I, I was calm enough to not. And uh, I got out of there. And I went to the girl's place that I was supposed to, you know, go do yoga with it. I'd just broken up with a couple days later, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I might as well. She's like, well, you can move in with me. And so the next day I went back, and he locked me out, and I had to, like, go through the back door, and I kind of break in, and he's sitting there, like, in his robe with a cup of coffee. And he's like, hey, man, what's going on? I'm like, he just act like nothing Yeah, pretty much, you know? And so I'm like, whatever. And I go in my room. Doors off the hinges. All my stuff is packed and, like, put in, like, the corner. So I just start grabbing my stuff and putting it in my car. And he's like, you need help? And I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, Tom. And, uh... Jesus. That reminded me of that scene in Boogie Nights. Have you seen that? I love Boogie Nights, but which part? When they go to rob that guy. And obviously uh-huh. you weren't robbing that guy, but, like, that yeah. guy's just on that, that, drugs. That was basically it. Out. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just, like, sitting there, like, what the fuck? Fuck, man, we need to get out of here. That was great. Like, hopefully yeah. my ma doesn't listen to this because she'd be, like, really nervous for me. But I, I, <laughs> I find feel it like This was also, we, like, 10 years ago, right? Yeah, later. There's yeah. a lot that happens in L.A. where I'm just like, my parents have no idea what I'm doing right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> or what I'm experiencing, seeing. There's so much of that. Not even yeah. just, I mean, well, it enhances when you go to a new place. Doing bungee jumping and stuff. That was <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And sucking all the dicks. <laughs> doing all the, all the blow and, yeah. No, anyway. but there's just, like, weird situations that happen in places, like, in yeah. cities where there are drugs and people of all different kinds of walks of life. You're just bound to run into... Something that you've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I moved back in with that girl, and then my buddies were like, hey, we're going to rent this house off of Crenshaw and, like, Slauson. Do you want to move in? And I, I was like... I down there. Did you? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't terrible. No, it was even <laughs> Imperial. It was Crenshaw and Imperial. So it's even... Worse. It's basically... It's Inglewood-ish, but, I mean, you're living on Crenshaw, you know? Um, And Crenshaw isn't terrible all the way around, but, like, over there, it can be kind of tough. But luckily, so I'm like, we're basically one of the only white people living in this neighborhood. And I was like, hell yes, this is going to be... The most normal place, like Crenshaw <laughs> and Imperial, that I've ever lived. Has everybody so far else in that you life. have previously been living with? Have they all been white? Uh, no. Well, uh, no. The the crazy woman by the beach is black. Oh, okay. uh, 
And, and, and all my, but all the buddies that I was living with were white guys. They, they were kind of like, they were white guys who wished they were black, but they were all white. Um, <laughs> they're from like Westchester, California. You know, they went to like Westchester High. Uh, they were like rappers at like Lamarck Park. Um, nice. dr- you know, weed dealers. Where and, did you meet uh, those people, these friends? So when my first place I moved to was in Playa del Rey, my neighbor, who my roommate started banging, eventually, you know, he was a nice guy, and I was like, I, you know, I was like a really big weed smoker back then, and I was just like, who's good, you know, where are we get? And uh, he introduced me to my buddy, who's, you know, who sold it to me, and then he introduced me to my buddy who lived around the corner, who I'm still very good friends with. Just saw him recently. I'm still <laughs> friends with all of them. I just don't talk to some of them as much. But well, yeah, if they live in the city, it's kind of like you know that the other one still exists. It yeah. doesn't mean that you, like, hang out. Because I have yeah. people that I was friends with when I first moved here, and now I don't speak to them or see them. But, like, you're still in the same city. So it's like if we cross paths, it'd be like, what's up? Yeah, you know? big-ass city, though. It is, but if you live, I don't know, I see I see people really? a lot. I know. It's. I think that's funny. Like, you don't. Well, like, because I work at public school, and your yoga studio is right across the street. So I'll walk to work, and I'll see you. Yeah. And we don't work together anymore. So, you know, if you're in the same region, you're more likely to run into people that you know. Yeah, that's true. When I go back to my hometown, it's like every single time I go to that fucking Target, I see someone that I know. (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's it's the worst. Target is like the beacon of those kinds of horrible (laughs) interactions. I kind of love it. I mean, and like, and not Target, but... uh, about going home and like walking down the street and somebody just be like I went to I wanted to work out and so I went to this place and then this girl looks up she's like are you Noel Bax and I was like yeah and I really she was like my brother-in-law's brother's now fiance or whatever you know hmm. and I was like oh yeah and then she's like yeah class is free or like you know going down the street and somebody's yelling your name I don't know I don't mind it do like, you go home often no but like, <laughs> so maybe that's why I don't mind it. But yeah, like, twi- maybe no. maybe twice a year, maybe you know. Um, yeah, maybe, I maybe. I haven't been home because my parents moved out of my childhood home after. Like when I moved here, they, oh well, we all moved to Texas. Yeah. So we, my childhood home belongs to somebody else now. That's so Where weird, are you from? Right? Virginia. It's oh, so really? what? It's so weird, right? It's yeah, it's very yeah. sad. I like was very emotional. I love that house. You yeah, know, I yeah. was there for uh, like eighteen plus years. It's like my entire yeah. being uh-huh. was there, and now it's just like somebody Someone else's. else's. That yeah. happened to Carol, my wife. Her mom just like got up and moved and like moved out of their house and moved to like another town after they had like were her brother and her were in college. Well, I totally get it. Like my parents wanted to move somewhere else. Eventually, they wanted to settle down in a smaller house with a different community and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean it's not unusual. But they did. They ended up settling in North Carolina. So even when I go home, it's either Philly, which is where my grandparents and all of those relatives are, or it's North Carolina. I don't have a reason to be in Virginia anymore. And so everybody Mm -hmm. from college, because I went to school in Virginia, are like, hey, when are you coming back home? And I'm like, home? Right. Am I coming to see you people? What the (laughs) fuck? Like, I wouldn't mind, but I have no reason, unless I'm like going to an alumni event or like a reunion or something. Like, I have no... There's no destination There's in Virginia. There's nothing for me here now. There's nothing for me. <laughs> moved on. <laughs> what uh, what college? Uh, Lynchburg College. Oh, you've told me this in the past. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll never forget the name Lynchburg. It's <laughs> yes, okay. the worst. That's, that's <laughs> the whitest girl I know. Actually, yeah. I don't know if you're the whitest girl I know. Yeah, I'm not that white. Yeah, blonde hair. Yeah, no, I, that's what I say. You're she actually. She appears to be. Yeah, I just brown. mean white in appearance. Yeah, I mean I can get pale too. Yeah, not on the inside. Not my my figure either. No. I've always what made did that you joke. Say? I know. <laughs> Noel was like, she'd be like living in West, like West Adams. He's and I'd like, be like, I bet they love you over I there. I bet they love you in West Adams. <laughs> She's like, they do. They love me. What is West Adams? Where she live? Like, it's like kind of Culver. It's, well, it's it's East Culver, okay. and it's like becoming very. Like up and coming, but it oh. was the hood. Like oh, it, okay. it was Adams and you it's know, a Crenshaw Hispanic or, family neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. essentially, is I live just amongst uh, like siesta or fiestas. Siestas too. Siestas, but like every like Friday night, there's like a full party, and almost every yeah. house has one of those tents. 
Yep. And like that's where they throw their parties yep. and like Tents. every house. Yeah, yeah. Like so tar- like like the easy ups. Yeah, whatever yeah. Yeah. those are. But like one. they're like the long ones. So you yep. can house like a long table or a, a, a dance floor is what I'm <laughs> assuming they use it for because the house right behind us has the most banging parties <laughs> <laughs> and they have a huge sound system. They have like like top forty songs in Spanish that uh, they play. Like they had Let It Go in Spanish. Really? <laughs> and they were just like yeah, because I think it's a bunch of little kids yeah. too. Mm-hmm. No, it I thought, sounds gnarly, though. Yeah, I was thinking of a different song. For, I was thinking like of an old like um, Silk song or something like that. Like, uh, but I can't even remember what it was called right now. So I was like, really? They got that in Spanish? No, no, no. no. Like, they had let it go when the kids you got were everything just, like, in Spanish, man. Screaming, yeah. It's funny. <clears throat> anyway, are, are you Hispanic? Yes. Yeah, but I don't speak Spanish at all. Poquito español. He has no respect <laughs> I have, at work. I, I, laid, I laid I laid brick for a year with all Mexican guys yeah. uh, in Chicago, and so right. I so I learned just a little bit. And being a bartender in a restaurant, you know, like yeah, people love it. I'm like, you would Spanish. think that I I would like pick it up, but I I think I had this like mental block that I just refused to like try to learn it for some fucking reason. I don't know. I enjoyed like yesterday, it. Like My thing is, work, I so. don't want to start speaking it and be offensive with it. Like I'm afraid I'm going to butcher it, and oh, then yeah. there'll be like fuck you for trying to speak my language you're fucking it up I don't have the like I can all day long but it's like (laughs) if I say hola I don't want to be like oh you're trying to be Spanish and I'm like I'm just trying to say hi. Like, well, I'd be I'm like, yeah, exactly. You know so, what I mean? So like, I'm chill not... the fuck out. You know what I mean? I'm not culture appropriate or anything. I'm trying to fucking be your friend and fucking talk. And you're like, yeah. it's like, but if like a Mexican guy came or like somebody who spoke Spanish and was just like, hello. And like, but it was like choppy and fucked up. I wouldn't be like, don't try to appropriate my fucking language, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be like, cool. Thanks for trying to do it. Como esta? You know, like, I feel like I'll that's try to like the American the... thing, though, is to just be like chill about it. But, like, Mexicans would get very, like, some of them. I mean, not really? Like, yeah. They I've never get, had that. But well, I mean, you to know, you, mainly, like, isn't the, it? Yeah, because, well, yeah. They don't, especially they to don't me, respect because him they because know, he doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah, so they they're like, you're not really Mexican. Like, and he's people, like, uh. The people that I work with, like, they know I'm half Mexican. Yeah. And so I'll just fuck with them. Uh-huh. Like, like, they'll be talking in Spanish, and then I'll just walk by and be like, Odale. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> or just be like, hey, caliente, and then just like keep walking. And they're like, what the fuck? Just throwing like one word at yeah, them. Yeah, just random Spanish words that I know. Yeah, right. That's the dump. Well, now you're not anything. even trying to make, now you're trying to be an asshole. Yeah. That's <laughs> different. I think that makes a little bit more sense, like for you. Yeah. You know, because well, be able- even if I did try to speak Spanish, like there's this old woman, not old, but. There's a woman at my work that she, like, always is like, you need to, like, learn Spanish. You know, like, you're Mexican. You should know Spanish. And I'm just like, yeah, but that would just take too much time. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> for real. Yeah, do I, I mean, do I really need to, though? No. Offense, no. <laughs> you know, to her. But, like, I w- I liked being entrenched in it and just being, like, how to say buenos dias in the morning, mm-hmm. lunche, como esta... Uh, muchos gracias and poquito, you know, because everybody, oh, you speak Spanish now, poquito. Yeah. A little bit. And so usually everybody kind of lays off me. And, uh, but I think, you know, people appreciate when I just say hi, how you doing in Spanish to them, you know, mi amiga or mi amigo. But uh, that's all I got. And then, uh, and I I don't think, I'm not really trying to learn too much more. It would be nice if it wasn't so fucking hard, though. Like, I'm not trying that hard. I wish I had just been, I wish... My childhood, I was just, I just grew up with it. That would have been just, yeah, it's easier. so much easier to learn because you're, you have to learn English first. Everybody, that's a whole learning curve as a child. And then right. if you just learn Spanish or a different language at the same time, then it's like, okay, it's like embedded in you now. Yeah. My I, grandma only spoke Spanish, but I wasn't around her a lot. Oh. So, like, it, I think if I was more, then I would have totally picked it up. <clears throat> yeah. My like, grandma spoke Italian. English. And, she had very broken English. She could speak it enough to have a conversation, but she had a heavy accent, and I never learned Italian. Yeah, my parents, were, my grandparents were Irish, but and so I speak Irish. Um, and uh, can you do an Irish accent? No, don't ask. Um, I mean, maybe I could. I don't. I but I, on the spot, I, I would butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel worse. My I hate doing accents on the spot. That's like my biggest. Yeah. Anything on the spot is I kind of. I can do of, an accent if I hear it right before I do it. Yeah. If I'm talking yeah. to somebody with an accent, like yesterday I had yeah. a table and it was all um, Martin yeah, style yeah. British. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was just about, I was about to start just <laughs> giving it back because to me, that's like, 
like speaking a different language. It's yeah. like I'm 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 meeting you at your level. You know what I mean? But that's offensive. Yeah, I'm exactly. sure. Sometimes, that's more like, sometimes <laughs> when I'm talking to Martin, my roommate, he like I I do like, it every talk. time I see him. I'm like Martin, exactly. hello, and I'm just like shut up. You're <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> I think it's funny, and it can be tongue in cheek, <clears throat> especially if you're friends with them. Yeah, like fuck mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, it's not like. I don't. I have. It's I not hope that big of a deal. Offended. I don't think they do. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think on the topic of being offended, I'm fucking sick of it. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Same. even a bit. But it's like, actually, being offended, you can be offended. Like, you guys see that Nikki Arbert video of like this yes, is America, the Jesus. woman. Okay, so when I watched it <clears throat> initially, I was kind of like, oh, this looks like a spoof and it's kind of stupid. I love the, like this is America video. Mm. Me too. And then I heard her on um, a podcast and and she wasn't a spoof. She like wanted to do it for like women. Like her her lyrics and everything is about how it is to be a woman in America. And I was right. kind of like. I was like, oh, let me watch it again. And I was like, okay, I don't like really like the rap. And the video is actually pretty well done, even though she looks kind of corny. Mm-hmm. But, is this like that spoof that a chick did? But it's not. Yeah, she it's a spoof, basically but it's took, not a spoof. I just saw the, it still. Um, the video, and she, she took... The formula, the creative formula of the video. And basically, just and herself. just put different lyrics, which they weren't nonsense lyrics. I'm sure she put a lot of thought into them about what... But the problem is... You let him have that fucking moment. Why? Why are you trying to, like, it's like it's becoming like iconic at this point with all of the the you know the things that it's saying. So just taking that and putting, oh, let's like you know backpack on that and do a feminist thing. It's just yeah. like no, you do your own feminist feminist thing. Make make your own creativity. You're stealing his creativity yeah. for your own message. So. No, like don't do that. You, I, I just don't agree with stealing somebody else's art yeah. and trying to put it your. It's like not even your spin because it's not um, elevated in any way. It's just different words, but the same video. Yeah, I just especially for feminism because I feel like then people are really gonna just be like, oh, the, you. Know, I feel like you're not getting your point across. Yeah, what is stealing like, that great, wonderful video about? <laughs> <laughs> the African American experience in America doing for what is the parallel? There's not, none of the imagery makes any fucking sense anymore. Well, it's for yeah. I mean, here's my thing: is that you can have that opinion, and but I also feel like it is America, and you can do whatever the fuck you want, and people can't really tell you what to do. So I agree that you get to have that opinion, and I also agree that like anybody can do whatever they want, and. Uh, I, I was interested because I listened to her podcast and she's actually a decent person. So it's interesting to like get the behind and listen to all sides of it because I do agree with what you're saying. And she admitted that her timing was off and, and obviously not good. She she did it within like a day or two of the video actually coming out. Yeah, that was a mistake. Wow. Because she thought that it was going to be like this viral video that kind of came and gone. And so she's like, well, let me get it out while it's viral because viral videos only last like a couple days or whatever. Uh-huh. Mm. So then she did it. But but then it ended up being a bigger But I think he deal, still gets maybe. all the cut and he still gets all like the like any of the money that she makes. Off I just of feel it like for him. her and we don't have to like spend a lot of time talking about it. But everything that I've seen of hers doesn't. Ever, it, I also don't know her that well. Who yeah. is yeah, it, her name is Nicole Arbor and she got a lot of flack for a lot of videos she's put out about shaming fat people or whatever the fuck it is. And, like, uh, I, I, I get it. You watch the video and you're like. Yeah, you have a point, and maybe the way that you're coming across is harsh and true, and people don't like that, blah, blah, blah. But it's like comedy, when it comes from a point of truth, it still has to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, And her humor doesn't come across. It just comes off as mean or spiteful. And also the fact that she you know, took his video, it's like if you're going to be a creative person, you got to make your own stuff. Well, I think she did. I don't. I think every. I don't think there's anything new under the sun. And I think that yeah, she took the format, but she also did like she did translate it to like what. It, and I think if you did listen to the lyrics and what she tried to do with it, it was decent in the respect of like what it was trying to do for women. Mm-hmm. And the people that she used in the video were all very you know like the director was black like like a lot of the people who like that you know who have the problem with it like people saying it's cultural appropriation or this or that. They used a lot of like women and minorities and and people of color and all these other things. She did. You it wasn't like she and and she made a good point. She's like, if I wasn't, if I wasn't like a, I was just white gonna girl say she is also like, a white girl. They wouldn't have been that big of a deal. 
Yeah. If Which it, is also what I've been, I was... Uh, like, honestly, I think if you flipped it on the head and it was, like, a black girl and she did the same exact thing but made it kind of cool because this girl doesn't have a lot of, like, style or... They'd probably be like, man, that's fucking great. But because mm. it's a white girl, they're like, fuck white girl, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of that um, backlash. And that's, I I feel that a lot. I get things put on me because of the just how I look. Really? Yeah, like, like I'll what? be at, at work, and this was when I was hosting. And, like, at our restaurant, the way that it works is one host stands at the front and, like, deals with the people. And then another host just busts tables, runs food, does the floor work. But you you still have to be available to people. But, like, mostly you're not dealing with the customers. So there was this one Friday night, super busy. I ran up to the front to check with my other host to see what they needed right. and didn't engage with any of the people around me. I just said, what do you need? I'll go do it, and ran away. And apparently there was a black couple standing right there, and I didn't acknowledge them. Right. And they thought I was being racist. And I was like, what oh, the Jesus. fuck are you talking about? I'm doing my goddamn job. I'm not even noticing people. Right. doesn't matter what you look like. Or I'll be seating people. And it's only two of them, and they want to sit at a giant table. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, we got to realize that other people need these tables and blah, blah, blah. It has nothing to do with who you are. I'm just doing my fucking job. (laughs) Right. So I'm sorry that I'm white. I can't help it. Uh, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah, you're like, I'm, and that's what I think this girl also takes offense to and, like, what you take offense to. It's like, I have, I don't, like, I love, you know, like, she's like, it's like, we, we all, it's like, we have no problem with that. We have zero problem. Actually, you're like, like you even said earlier, like, I'm far from white in a sense, you know what I mean? And that's how that girl feels too. And so, um, I don't really, you know, I just think it's just funny. And I think like, again, like people can be offended. Like we're in a country where like you can't say or do anything. And so now if something offends somebody, I am more likely to say it and or share it on Facebook because I'm so sick of people telling me or telling other people that they can or can't fucking do something because you can. Yeah. I don't. And I think it goes all ways. And we live in this world where it's like I'm open minded but only open-minded to what I think or feel. And if you don't believe in that, then fuck you. I'm not open-minded to that. And it's like, well, you're a fuck. You're actually, you you are, we're talking about two different, you know, Democrats or Republicans or whatever, but you're actually the same fucking people in the goddamn sense, except for a couple semantics of different words that you guys use. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you both just have these very strong ideas about how things should work. And if you don't align with them, then fuck you. And it's like that. None and of then this you're makes saying, sense. "Well, you're not open-minded yeah. to my ideas, yeah. and I yeah, so like, then I like, won't I, be open-minded to right. yours." And I only do this because you treat me this way, and I only do that because you treat me that way. And it's like, well, no, you we both treat you. Everybody treats each other the same way, and that's why we keep butting fucking heads. Why can't we just listen, have the conversation, and be like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. This is where I'm coming from. Okay, are we cool, please. You know, instead of fucking telling people how they're supposed to fucking act. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so much, uh, what is it, polarization yeah. of, like, if you, like, one of the, my managers is a, he voted for Trump, and when he told me that, my initial reaction was like, ah! Yeah, I get like that, too. You know, right? but I talked to him, he just, the reason he did it was just the finances. He was like, I get more money back, so that's why I did it. And that's kind of his only thing. Like, he's a proper Southern gentleman and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's not... Any of the social things that go along with what we think about when we think of Trump. But he will openly talk about that he is a supporter of it. And it's just hard for me to be like, okay, but I still like you as a person. So I'm going to have to just like deal with this. You know what I mean? So it does. It sucks when somebody has a different opinion and it's, you know, linked into something so... um, what you know makes people react so instantly that you can't like put that aside and be like, yeah, but I still like you as a person. Everyone just needs to chill the fuck out, man. Yeah, please. It's true. Smoke some Everybody, weed, people. Everyone needs to chill Everybody the needs fuck to out. smoke some weed, join a drum circle, and just like <laughs> l- like I'm so getting into this like '70s vibes of like soul music and yes. love. Me and Matt went it. to Soul Night or Soul Funk. Night at the Echo on Saturday night. We're really? just, we're doing a new podcast about it. It's gonna Echo's be fucking on Pico? lit. Uh, what? Echoes on Pico? Is no, it? Echo, the Echo, as in the Echoplex oh. in Los Feliz area. Oh. So me and my friend Matt are doing a podcast uh, soon of basically scouting out all the dance 
bar areas of LA <laughs> so because Matt loves dancing. <laughs> and so we went to the Echo the other night, and every Saturday they have Funky Soul Night, and they just play 70s, like, all that, like, funky, like, in your it's soul music. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what it is. And I don't know much about music, so this is, like, a new experience for me. I'm getting a little bit of an education, and I'm dancing and meeting people, and it's so much fun. And I just, like, I dressed in 70s vibe outfit like bell bottoms and Mm -hmm. you know flowy shirt and stuff and dancing with that outfit on i was like oh i get it yeah you know what i mean i get what they were doing what they were saying i'm starting to like reconnect to all this music i didn't know about and Mm -hmm. like understand that that generation or that um era and like what was happening back then you know there was a lot of um animosity back then so i think it resonates again and it just needs to chill out man yeah, but there was for a while after that we all were like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. What do you mean? Like, after everybody, like, the hippies and everybody, like, went on riots oh. and, like, you know, the civil rights movement and all of that. And it, it, once it, like, settled, America was just like, okay, we're, we've, we've dealt with it. Yeah. It's done. We can stop talking about it. And now we're like, no, it's still fucking right there, man. You know what I mean? It hasn't been resolved in any way. I don't know if it will be, and I don't know if a lot of things are going to change because it's been like this forever, and it it can't change be changed with a topical ointment. It has to be changed from the inside. Yeah. And I like what you talked about, like with the the dancing and like chilling out because when we get excited and upset about these things, which I I still do. I mean, I'm a you know yoga teacher, blah blah blah. Like, but me and my wife, maybe we talk about like Kanye West and like, and we both love him, but we have different opinions of like what he said or does sometimes. And we get you know we both get kind of heated, and we both have like very different opinions. We're like, I need to go for a walk, you know, and. <laughs> And we've gotten a heated debate over Kanye West we and did. had to go for a walk. Not long ago. And uh, <laughs> and but my point is that's all up in the head, right? So like when you go dancing, you're really more in your body and you're kinda out of your head. Or like if you do some breath work or some yoga or some working out or these things that need to be changed or meditation, even though you're kind of in your head in meditation, if you really are doing it not right, there's no right or wrong way to do it, you're kind of focused on your breath. It's like our brains, our minds are like, if you notice, they're just so fucking, those are the ones that cause all the problems. Mm-hmm. Our heads call the problems. Our hearts don't really cause problems. You know, if like we really listen to our hearts, like at the end of the day, it would kind of be like, like you're saying, like, it'd be like, ah, just let them be whoever they want to be and just yeah. chill out. But in your head, it's like me against them and fuck that and blah, 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 and race and politics. And yeah, because your blah. head has been, you know, fucked with since you were a child growing up with how you were raised and what you were told and all of these things that got in. Imp- Implemented, yeah. Right from the get-go, all these things that we have to unlearn, you know, uh, in society or whatever the fuck For it sure. is. But yeah, your heart doesn't get any of that. And your head's always trying to solve problems. So it's like, how do I solve problems? So like, you know, how did you solve problems as a kid? Like, I don't like sitting in fucking uncomfortable situations. So like, shut up, you're right, I'm, r- I'm right, you're <laughs> wrong, blah, 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 f- stop. Or whatever, however it's got, you know, I'm going to yell over you and just kind of like get you down. Or your heart's kind of like... All right, yeah, uh, we're unresolved. Uh, you feel that way, I feel this way, but we still love each other. Let's not forget that part, you know. Yeah. Or yeah. like we're all humans, or we're all whatever. Or we're all like sometimes you ever like you know at restaurants when you like go up to a table or like at the bar and you like immediately there's just some tension between you and that people. And yeah. then I'm just like sometimes I'm like if it were outside of this situation, why can't why what, couldn't we just be friends? Like like why are we like all of a sudden going down this road where we hate each other and yeah. we've never really met and we've only said about eight words each <laughs> to each other and we're both side eyeing each other because I want you to order something but you're not ready and so now we hate each other. <laughs> That's so true, right? And then you're like you kind of pull back and you're like. <clears throat> Couldn't we kind of probably just be friends if it wasn't for this situation? Yeah, dude. Well, that's why people that go into restaurants and, like, have, I don't know, other priorities, it's like, do you you know why you're here, right? Yeah. I have to talk to you. (laughs) Oh, are you talking about getting hit on? No, no, no. When I'm at a restaurant and, like, two people are in a conversation and they're either catching up or they're in a business meeting or something and I, the server, have to boop, boop, boop. 
hi, hello. And I and I feel bad. I don't want to interrupt because normally I wouldn't just be like, hey, what do you need? But I'm required to ask you for your order. So yeah. could you respect me as a person who has to do this and pause your conversation so I'm not just standing there like an asshole? It's the worst when you walk up to a table and you're like, hey, how's it going, guys? And they just fucking... Ignore the fuck just, out of you. You're just nobody. You are nobody. You are their servant. And they're just like, um, give us a minute. Yeah. Oh, oh! I can give you a minute. Get the fuck up out of here. I'm gonna give you six minutes. I'll be back whenever I feel like it. Exactly. No, but there's this one couple. I was like, I should have gotten a bigger tip because my heart was so open for these people. Anyway, (laughs) exactly. So I walked up to the table. First of all, they had so our tables are rectangular, like long ways. They had they had rotated the table so they could be closer. Instead of sitting which on the same, which is so annoying when which people is move so tables weird. around. Themselves. Stop it! Yeah, don't do yeah. that. So they're close together, and they're holding each other's hands, and they're kind of—they're not praying because I can tell they're <laughs> sort of meditating together. Okay. And I'm—I've done yoga. I totally like am of that like woohooey like incense kind of vibey lifestyles. Definitely more ingrained in me than it was. So I walk up, I see this, and I get the energy vibes that they have, and I'm like, oh. They don't need to be disturbed. So I just do my first thing where I'm like, what do you guys need? They get some wine. Mm. And I go, I can see that you guys are having your time. You Why? dick. Dude, it's connected to my goddamn computer stuff. I'm in the middle of a story. So anyway. So, so they are having this thing, and I just go, I, you please, I, I don't want to interrupt you guys, but just... Flag me down whenever you need anything. And I think I, I avoided their table for like a whole hour. Really? I didn't do a check back or anything. I was just like, nope, they're having their time. So then by the time they were done, he was like, thank you so much. Like, that was so nice of you because he like he obviously knew that I had seen what they were doing. And I don't want to interrupt their time. I mean, it's a weird place to do it. Yeah, but they came into public school, had some wine, but they were just meditating. They weren't just meditating, but they were having a very intense experience with each other. And I don't know if it was something they were going through. They were working through something. But together, they were like... No, they were on acid. They <laughs> might have been. But I didn't want to bother them, the, you know, ruin the trip. Or yeah, whatever it was. Kidding. And yeah. I think I deserved more than 20% for re- recognizing what they were doing and giving them their fucking space. But, but they gave you 20%. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, that's the funny part. It's like, I opened my heart. I should get more. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you open your heart? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I went to church yesterday. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. There's this church out here called Zoe Church. It's where Justin Bieber goes to church. Oh. It's at the El Rey Theater. Yeah, yeah. And so on, you know, I'm like, I grew up Catholic, and so I go on Easter and Christmas, and mm. it was Easter, and uh, our friend, you know, but no families in town, so like yeah. our friends were like, oh, you want to come? And we're like, yeah, cool. Mike wife grew up like i don't know methodist so we went to this church it's so like you walk in it's dark it's the el rey theater it's loud it's bumping there's smoke machines going on there's people <laughs> singing everywhere the there's like this church ba- of all time. yeah there's like basically like strobe lights happening like everything is really well put together you know like they're, they're videotaping they're doing everything they're singing there's monitors where you can know that you know you sing the words with them there's a big band up there there's like three different people singing there's like a choir behind them and it's all kind of like this hip stuff so i'm like i was very skeptical right i'm like i'll listen i'll be here i'm cool with it i have zero problem listening to people be positive about mm-hmm. whatever you mm-hmm. know it's funny because like there, these people are all super hip and cool, and they're talking about positivity. And the pastor is this like really young, cool, really nice, like well dressed, funny, funny as fuck guy, with like a beautiful wife and like three kids or four kids or whatever. And and it's funny because they'll be talking all this positivity about like you know everything's gonna be all right and life's gonna be good and we're gonna do this and blah 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 blah. Jesus, and you're like the Jesus thing is like. <laughs> Like, what? Like, why did you what? say Jesus? Why? What did you say Jesus for, you know, when you know you're at church? But uh, <laughs> I feel the same. Feel Seriously, like- the other day, not the other day, like years ago, I was at, when I was still in Virginia, I was driving around looking at like, I think I was going to the gym or something, but it was Christmas time. So all the lights and decorations were on the houses and stuff. And I was, I, I, such an idiot. I drove by this house and they had lights and then they had a big cross. 
in their in their lawn, and I was like, oh, why do you have to bring religion in? And I was like, oh my god, what am I saying? Of course, Christmas is a fucking religion, <laughs> fucking religious holiday. I like, I feel like um, Jesus, though. Like it, it is weird, man. But like at the same time. Whenever I go to church, I always feel good after. Uh huh. Like you've never gone to church and then feel felt horrible. Yeah. Hmm. So I almost feel like the whole Jesus thing is almost just like a catalyst for people to like. Is that the right word? Yeah. 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 yeah like just like cat like a catalyst for like people to get the positivity out of religion. Yeah. And then they the Jesus is the label. Yeah. Well, almost. I think yeah. I think like if like those guys like like who's young and hip and they know and I think they get it and they know like Instagram and like being hip like they serve you coffee you know like before you go in there they got breath mints you know the music is cool he's really well dressed and I think if you look at a guy like if you took away all the religion from me took a guy like Jesus Jesus was a guy who was like a like. Let's like let's just all be cool. Like let's bring it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I took a like a world religions uh, philosophy class, and they talked about Jesus. And Jesus and the people who wanted him dead mm-hmm. believed that God was going to take them out from Roman thumb, like because the Romans was basically they're the ones who's like kind of sucking those people's like life's dry, and their lives kind of sucked. And there's different types of like casts of people who believe different ways of how they're going to get out from under it. And Jesus and the Pharisees both believed that God was going to take him out. But the Pharisees were like, you have to follow all these rules and you can only do these things at these certain times and you can only be this type of person and you can't be, you know, a tax collector or a hooker or any of these types that you have to follow all these rules. And Jesus is like, oh, no, actually... I know God pretty well, and he told me that it's cool that in, that God is going to help us, but really we need to all come together and not separate each other. So I'm going to show you in a lot of these different ways, like I'm going to heal this guy on the Sabbath when you're not supposed to, just to show you that like it's not all about that. Mm-hmm. And Which so, is funny, and that I totally resonate with that, right. and it feels like now what Christianity and religion is is what those other people were well, talking I think about. It, and I think that's the type of stuff that you're going to see on like the news and on Facebook and on these things because it gets all the clicks. But mm. if you really like go, you know, for me, I was like, I'll check this place out, and I was still kind of like, I see this guy making a lot of money. I don't care that people make money in church because if they're out there like inspiring people to do really well and they get money from it, I'm, I have yeah, no problem. Yeah, what's the difference between that and like a motivational speaker? Yeah, like anything. <laughs> like I have no – like and, and they never are like you owe me this. It's like you just donate whatever you want to donate. And, I, you know, I have my own thoughts on all that stuff. So um, – I was like, and and by the end of I was leaving that place, the guy had like goosebumps and I like almost started, like I felt like I was going to cry and I was just like, yeah, I'll come back to the, and I was, my wife, and my wife has had a bad back. She's got two herniated discs right now. And so she goes there and she comes back feeling good. Mm-hmm. I'll go there with her every once in a while. We come back feeling good. Everybody's hip and cool. I want to hang out with the guy, you mm-hmm. know, like I, and yeah. nobody's like. Now you need to do, like, now come here. You have to come into this separate room, and I'm going to sell you timeshares. You know what I mean? They let, I always laugh because I'm like, you're just going to let me walk in and walk out, and nobody's going to fuck with me? It, <laughs> like, is, it really? is weird. Yeah, yeah, like I'm waiting for you where to try get, to get me. Where it gets weird with religion is that when people— Yeah, when they try to hold on to people, that's when it's not— yeah, or people just cool. try to, like, be like, let me pray for you. Give me your hand. Or, yeah, right. Let's sing a song. One time— when I was a little kid, my, um, we would go to church every now and then. We weren't, like, super religious, but every now and then, because, like, my, the rest of my family is very religious, right? Yeah. My mom just never, she is, but never was the church-going type, you know, and neither were we. So anyway, we, I played soccer as a kid, and one of the kids on the team I was friends with, and they invited us to dinner one, one night, and um, they were uber-religious, mm. like, Balls deep right. religious. Right. And um, we go over to their house for dinner. Everything's cool. We say hi. We go and sit down. They bring out the spread, put it on the table. And then they, you know, we do a prayer, obviously. Right. <laughs> and uh. then we eat. And then afterwards, I think they wanted to, like, sing songs, like like Jesus songs, but, like, holding hands. And it was me and my two brothers and my mom. My dad wasn't there. And it was, like one other kid and then um both of them and they were just like it's like a flip switched and they just were like the weirdest yep well because like, people man what I'm and it thinking was just creepy is that if <laughs> right. you said i don't want to participate they'd be like 
do it. They were very pushy. We had to sing. At, they were like, you oh, have no. to do at least one song. Oh. I don't remember saying. how the like, song if, went, but if, I was if, just like, this is why I don't like religion. Yeah, yeah. but if it's don't like, if they said, hey, we're going to sing songs you can join if you want. Yeah. Don't feel like you also, have to. Also, don't fucking sing songs when you invite people over. <laughs> That's, that is a weird <laughs> thing. But but <laughs> if I was fuck, at man? if I was at somebody's place and they started playing the guitar mm-hmm. and they were like, I'm just gonna do this and you can do That's with it what though. you will. No, it's not really that different. Someone plays a guitar and starts singing. That's yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it is because they're not asking me to help. No, They're not but like play the hand. guitar with me, and I'm like, I don't know how no, to do that. No, but these people invited us over to dinner. And now they're like, you have to participate in this yeah. event that we do. Yeah, but every I'm saying time. the they fact that, that they're saying you have to participate, whether it's religion or not, yeah. is automatically no thank you. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't have me do anything that I wasn't willing. Like, give me the choice yeah. yeah. for everything. That's like I've been thinking about that lately. Like um, if you have a friend who is very like, you know, you have those friends that are low-key, and then you have friends that are high-key. And the low-key ones, you're like, I feel like I can be myself. Mm. If I'm late to something, you're like, yeah, no problem. If I'm, hey, I can't make it, I work, did something, you're like, yeah, okay, cool. But then you have those friends where if you bail on them once, they're like, wow, what the <laughs> fuck? And you're like, okay, um, something happened. Do I have to explain every fucking detail to you so that you understand? Can't you just trust me on my word that we're friends? Or you have to, like, keep convincing them that you're friends with them? And it's just, like, it's exhausting because they're trying to, like, hold on to you as a friend. They won't let you... Or if you go hang out with somebody else, they get jealous. And it's like, dude... No, you're you're pushing me away by trying to hold me in, and that's how I feel. People are very pushy. Then it's just negative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you try to possess, if you try to possess me as a person, you you, you're gonna get pushback. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with all that. But if you make plans, you better fucking be there because LA's the flakiest (laughs) goddamn town in the world. Well, if it's something like this, I would be like, yo, fuck you, because because it it means something. I promise you. I'm 40 episodes deep. Somebody's not gonna show up. I'm sure. They're gonna end. They're probably not gonna call you. We are gonna go. Yeah. Exactly. It's gonna happen. We had one, but he was like, I'm so sorry, I got the day wrong, and I was like, that's fine. But I had somebody else who said, let's aim for Friday, and I was like, what do you mean aim? Does that mean if something better comes up, you're gonna go, oh, sorry. Yeah. If it's like, because cause to me, this is just as important as an audition or a uh, another job. Well, integrity, your word is integrity and integrity can't be bought. And so if you're going to say you're going to do something, you just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. It's like I just, you just show up, you know, show up to things. Like if somebody needs your help on a project and they're not paying you, just be there. Yeah. Like don't be like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not getting paid because then nobody wants to work with you ever. Yeah. Because you can literally go from a conversation talking about meth head rumor, uh, roommates <laughs> who are lion tamers to Jesus <laughs> in an hour and then get some love like show up to what you be, say what you mean and do what you say in one podcast. <laughs> Period. How do you not do it? How do you not do it? How do you not I know. Do it? It's good. Yeah, it's great. People need to like know what the benefit is before they just yeah. commit to something and not like, hey, I might it might be a terrible experience, but at least I'll learn something. Yeah. yeah. And that and I think that's what that's what I, I so I've been coming up on this stuff called breath work. Uh, it's this guy named John Paul Creamy. Um, His last name is Creamy. C R M I. No, C R I M I. That's unfortunate. Crimmy? Crimmy? If it's like crimmy. Crimmy? Crimmy? I don't know. Crimmy? Still sounds I'm sure He's a good guy. He's a, it's Italian, I guess. Aren't you Italian? So it's cool. Um, <laughs> and I forget what we're talking about, but breath work. Uh, breath work. So I've recently been doing this. So my point is like, I, when I learn or hear about some things that really excite me, I want to share them with as many people as possible. Oh, same. same, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. started teaching yoga a year and a half ago. Still love yoga. Still think it's great. But I like yesterday. I thought it was like such an LA day because I taught a yoga class, went to church with Bieber, um, <laughs> walked my Weimaraner dog on a bird, you know, scooter. Those new scooters that are laying around. Ate some gluten free donuts with my wife. Um, read a play. <laughs> and like did some breath work, which is basically just laying on the ground and breathing in a certain type of way. And then it oxygenates your whole body so much that you get really high. And it also helps like kind of huh. clear out any kind of like stress or whatever. Like if yeah. you're really stressed out and then went and did this breath work, which you can get on like iTunes, uh, John Paul, C-R-I-M-I, um, 
it's like 12 bucks and he guides you through it and his headphones you have for the rest of your life and you did this for like 20 minutes this breath laid on the ground and breathe for 20 minutes you'd come back and it'd be a you'd be so high you've like you like you're so high off of oxygen uh, so it's going to wear off a little bit you ain't going to have to worry about it like three hours later and then your mind's going to completely change or it's going to help you kind of figure out like if you had like a stressful thing like I don't know what to do about something you lay down and breathe for 20 minutes it would change your life is it just a, like another form of meditation yeah it's a med- okay. exactly and okay. then he ends it with some meditation which is it, but yeah it's basically another form of meditation he thinks like uh, you know how yoga has become really the thing right now every corner has a yoga yoga shop and then like meditation studios are starting to pop up all over mm-hmm. the place and like you're seeing places like where people just like go to sit down meditation yeah, yeah. yeah like it's like a, like a yoga place but it's just meditation and then he feels like this breath work is going to kind of do it too and he has his own experiences with it and he was on you know, you can, he's a guy, breathe with JP is his website. He's just a guy that I met that, uh, I, I, there's a, yo, uh, it was called, um, unplug. It's a meditation spot in like Brentwood. They had like a week for like free or like a week for 30 bucks or something like that. Or two weeks for 30 bucks. So I, I bought it cause my cousin went there and she's like, Oh, you got to stay for this guy. I stay for this guy. I'm crying. Um, and like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm so, I've been, I've been sober for like four years. I'm like so high. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I've been high in forever. I miss this. And, and then I talk to him and he's just, he's like a boy, like a South Boston, like grew up fighting people, you know, has like his own crazy stories about life and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's really changed his life. So I recently, because, and it's just like, I have my buddy Bob, Bob Nickman, who was on my last episode of the Nolbacks podcast. I have him on. We talk about his podcast. I'm like, I should have probably listened to this before I had him on, <laughs> but I'll listen to it now. And because I, I almost forgot about it. And then I listened. I was like, oh, he had John Paul on. Let me listen to John Paul. Oh, John Paul's talking about how this changed his life. Oh, let me go into my phone, which I've had this like uh, iTunes album for like two years now, and I haven't looked at it in forever. Let me turn, let me lay on the ground and and do this. Oh, this is changing my life. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do this. And then I have like another buddy. I did it. This is the most life-changing thing in the whole entire world. This is blowing my mind. Oh, I, I, the other friend, I, I'm really kind of in some pain. I need some help. You should try this breathwork thing, you know? And I'm it's, the same it's crazy how this world way rolls. where I get very excited about something and need to tell yeah. everybody about it. And because I, that's like, I, I can't understand how people don't see how awesome the world is when I keep learning things and discovering things and finding things that are fun for me and exciting for me and learning and growing. And I'm just like, it's never ending and which is incredible. You know what I mean? Well, I do like that about you is that you just keep, you don't give a fuck what anybody thinks or says or does. And you just keep fucking pushing and you're (laughs) like, I'm going to do what I do. Like that video you did with, um, at public school about ranch. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking brilliant. That <laughs> Wasn't was, that hilarious? That was awesome. That was a great video. Why can't I think of her really name? Funny. Vanessa? I love Vanessa. I love you, Vanessa. Did you oh, work there too? To have her on yeah, the I worked there for like five years. Oh, no Yeah, shit. that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. we did a... <clears throat> because the public school, for whatever reason, their corporate office is garbage. And they... Don't listen. What, it is. I mean, I'm probably going to be leaving there soon. Okay. But like, they're... Yeah, because I'm moving to the east side. I'm not trying to go all the way back to Culver City for uh. why a job at a restaurant. No, thank you. But like, I... they Their marketing team was shit. And so what they did was instead of like investing in a marketing team or people that knew what the fuck they were doing, they went to the servers of their restaurant who are part-time workers and have no like credentials even. And they were like, hey, we're going to do a a contest, make a video that we can put on our social media. We'll take all of the rights from you and then we'll promote our company with your creative uh, project and we'll pay you for it if you win. So I was like... Cool. I'll, I need the money. I, somebody had the idea. I think Eddie, one of our managers, had the idea. And I was like, oh, I have a perfect vision for this. I know exactly how it's going to go. So I, rec- I directed and um, uh, video shot it. And Vanessa was my star. Kayla was also in it. Shout out Kayla Strong. Yeah, shout out to you. <clears throat> and Vanessa did Jackson. Did you win? We won. It Good. was like 250 cool. bucks or something. And we split it three ways because there was only three of us that worked on it. Yeah. But then... After that, I was like, well, I'll, I would have no problem making these videos because I have experience doing this yeah. if you want to compensate me for it. And they didn't want to do that. They wanted to pay Genesis, who was a part-time manager even. They were 
abusing the shit out of her mm-hmm. and having her do like their graphic design work. And I'm like, does she even have a fucking degree? Like, what are you doing? And they just like, they have no sense of like respect for people's work ethic and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take this video and I'm going to show it to everybody because I made it. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. They wanted to like take it from me. I was like, can I put it on my reel? And they were like, no, it's ours now. No. No. Fucking no. You didn't do anything with it anyway. Your social media is still shit. It was so a great video. Schools. Yeah. I highly recommend you watch it. It's I've really funny. It. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. So anyway. Public school is a great restaurant with food. Their food and beer is amazing, but yeah. their management needs, not management, but their corporate office just needs to get their shit together. Get the cauliflower. It sounds like they need to <laughs> get the cauliflower. With ranch. Except our ranch isn't real ranch now. It's homemade and it's like pink. And people are like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Are they making pink sriracha ranch? in it? I don't know. They put a bunch of herbs and shit and we deliver it. I somebody was like, "Can I get the wings with ranch instead of blue cheese?" So I did that, and I deliver, and they go, "Oh, can I have ranch?" And I just brought the same sauce, and they were like, "Oh, that is ranch." <laughs> Ew! <laughs> like, is it no. good though? Does it taste good? I don't. I don't know. You never tried it. I think I tried What's it. Wrong I don't, with I don't you? remember. Oh. I love public school. It's delicious there. It yeah. is delicious. Nice people. Great people. I love everybody I, you know, that works there. Like yeah. server wise, like I love my coworkers. Yeah. Everybody's pretty yeah. fucking dope. They were. I definitely think it's one of those places that I definitely was like. Everybody who works here, for the most part, is really cool and like a good friend and like an awesome person. That's the that's yeah. Like it the, really is a hub. Trip. Like Bob um, Turton, he, he comes back all the time because he work he does you know plays at the yeah the actors gang or whatever. But he'll come in for lunch like all the time. Like you just come back to visit yeah people that you that's how you, you get sucked. I mean? That's how, that's the bad thing about working at a restaurant is that you get sucked into that. That, like, you get sucked family. into like having like that work family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in that now. I think like I love the people I work with and everyone there. And like even though I make really good money too, like if I didn't, I still feel like I would like try to still work there just because I like being around those people so much. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Well, I feel like if I left, I'd still be able to go back and hang out. Yeah, I've I've been back like twice. Well, but, you're um, you're still on the fucking Facebook group. So is Elena. <laughs> She's left. So is like half of the people that used to work there still just are on the Facebook group because they want to just like chime exactly. in every once in a while. <laughs> throw shade. <laughs> yeah, it's um, hilarious. Throw some shade. Noel's the worst at fucking throwing shade. People are like, Jesus, Noel going in. <laughs> I just. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like to offend people. Um, <laughs> it is fun. For <laughs> I gotta run. Um, okay. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Of course, you guys. yeah. So we th- would love to have you back again. I feel like there was a lot more to talk <coughs> about. There's plenty. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna have you guys on my show too. Yeah. We would love cool. to be on your show. This is a lot nicer setup than mine. So oh, is it? Show you guys. <laughs> nice. We're well, gonna make it comfy. I have a blue Yeti. So we just sit at a table and just like one mic in, but just oh, Uno? just talk. Yeah, just, just one. Uno. I make them lean in on it. <laughs> nice. I make them lean in. But they're nice. It's a nice, but it's a nice mic. And I just Those hook it up nice to my computer. Yeah. Isn't that what Matt has? Yeah, Matt little, has a two-way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so, thing I was showing cool. you, but... Uh, yeah, cool. Noelback's podcast, if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> Instagram or anything? Instagram, Noelback's. Um, How do you spell that? B-A-X. N-O-E-L-B-A-X. Um... Bunch of you know, very similar to this podcast. Like in this regards, that it's just a bunch of cool people out here chasing dreams, and we're going to talk about it and uh, and anything else in between, like we did today. So awesome! And if you guys want to do yoga, hit me up, and I will. Are you have only you at the Veda? I'm at Veda Yoga. This and then I'm in um, some called the Bay Club. It's uh, there's like three. It's like a big health club. There's three of them. Um, I teach that in Westchester, California, uh, and then there's one in Santa Monica in the Palisades. So. So if you ever want to do any yoga, let me know. If you want to know about the breath work, let me know. If you need anything, if you want to go to church with me and Bieber, let me know. <laughs> uh, I might have to hit you up on that just to experience it's it. It's fun. Yeah, same. No, you guys should. Same. It's fun. It's a good thing. It's a, I, I'm trying to – I've actually started like a little Facebook group on that too. Just like, hey, I'm going to church. You want to come? You know? Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. I'm not trying to push anybody. but no. And it's also because if you say the word Jesus – it's a uh, secret society. You know, it's like anybody can talk about anything. You'd be like, man, you know, whatever, like the craziest shit ever. But then you're like, hey, bro. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. It's like a code word. <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, yeah, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. See you later. <laughs> and you're like, 
fuck everybody. <laughs> fucking, you know, whatever. You're talking about anything else. We can't yeah, say that. It is. So can't say that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. Thank bye. you for having a seat, Noel. Thank you. Uh, this is the Have a Seat Podcast, as you know. Thank you for tuning in to another episode uh, with uh, Anthony Pacheco and, and Beth- Betsy Hayes. <laughs> Betsy, <laughs> say, yeah, say each other's names. <laughs> All right. Thank All right, you. Bye.